Welcome to Diamond Healing Radio with Dr. Anastasia Chopoulos, a powerful and extraordinary healer, best-selling author, and international scientist. Stay tuned to learn how to be vibrant and healthy at any age. Diamond Healing Radio is hosted on the Amazing Women of Power Network, the world's leading positive programming channel. Take a slow, deep breath, then let it out slowly to become more relaxed and open to learn the latest on scientific healing from Anastasia and her guests. Be ready to feel and look better than you ever have before. Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Anastasia Choplis with another episode of Diamond Healing Radio. I'm so excited today to present today's guests. Her name is Dr. Maluna Fausch, and she is certified in energy healing therapy. She has uh, lots and lots of certifications and education. She started out in the music business and she ended up getting her PhD in holistic psychology. She is a voice works associate, level th- certified level three somatic voice work singing teacher. She has acting, uh, she's a member of um, Screen Actors Guild is a vocal coach, and so forth. And what she does is she helps you with your voice. And before I spoil the whole story, I'd like to welcome Maluna to the show. Welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited to explore all of this about voice today because voice is so important for our communication and our connection to other people, our relationships. And um, I just can't wait to hear your story. So how did you get started in this? You know, I could always sing. I like to make jokes, and I don't... Actually, it's probably not really a joke that I came out singing. And I would sit in the swinging, on the swing set in the backyard, and I could sing all the television commercials. It was just something that I could remember the words, and I took great delight in that. (laughs) And so fast forward... After being a professional performer and just being in love with the voice for as long as I can remember, the uniqueness of each person's voice, I realized that business people needed a lot of help with their voice, their presentation, their speech, that a lot of people do not like their voice. Yeah, that I find that really interesting, and it's also sad that nobody will sing in front of other people, because, you know, it doesn't matter if you're in tune or not. <laughs> It doesn't. It's the pure joy of singing. Exactly. Isn't it? And how healthy that is for us to do that. Yeah, it's it's really sad. But I think that a lot of times it goes along with the same thing that when people get up in the morning and look themselves in the mirror, they don't like what they see. So it's just part of the whole thing. It is part of the package. Yes. So my experience, it's not just what the words that you say, but it's how you say it. And, and it's not just that, but it's also the tonality and the body language that you use. That's over 90% of communication. And so I'm sure that uh, what you do um, really increases uh, communication, and it also helps people shine out with their own voice. So tell me a little bit about that. How do you help people's voices heal? It is a combination of the words, the way we say it, 
the body language, all of that. That's the communication formula. And so when someone comes to me, I look at, I interview them and I find out what their needs are. Is it that they're not confident? Is it that they really don't like their voice and it's holding them back? Is it a business thing, a career thing, a relationship thing? And of course it usually crosses over. I also look at how do they use their voice? Are they a telephone salesperson? Is it video? Is it in person? Is it all of the above? We look at the corporate culture. If they're a salesperson, do we have any leeway with the script? Can we change any of the words, or do we need to be exactly following the words that have been given? I look at the cost. What is this costing the client? Money, relationships, confidence, health? Because you know, when we're not fully expressing and the voice is not lined up, it affects our health as well. I can I can absolutely imagine that. It's just that every word carries its own energy. Your voice tonality carries its own energy. And when you use those words and you project them out, it also projects in and it becomes, you know, it becomes ingrained in our bodies. And so if we use low energy voice with low energy words, it's going to draw us down and make us sick. It is a low vibration, isn't it? Yes. A lot of what we speak about, as you can imagine, is breathing and the energy that you just mentioned, the intention, the confidence. We could call them positive words, although I usually don't go into positive and negative because to me that's a label and that's subjective. But words that hold a higher frequency, a higher vibration, let's call it a more feel-good to us and within us. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> like love, joy, and happiness feels way better than, than anger, fear, and jealousy. Doesn't it? Yes. Perfect example, exactly. So then when uh, they come to you and they're, they're unhappy with the way they sound, how do you get them to sound better? <laughs> we start with physical things, stretching, breath work, the anatomy of the voice. Most people have no idea how small the vocal mechanism actually is and how it actually works. There's a lot of incorrect information out there. And you know with your background that we still don't know everything about the voice, just like we still don't know everything about the brain. And because the voice is a feeling and we can't usually see it, many people are not in tune with that. So a lot of what I do is stretching and warm-ups, and how does that feel within your body? That's a key part of it, because we can't see it. It's kind of this non-tangible thing floating around out there. So how do we own it and harness it and take good care of it all at the same time? Yeah, and there are also people that don't breathe properly. They'll, They'll breathe from their chest instead of from their, you know, deep within their belly. Um, I don't even have the numbers for that yet. It is staggering how many people take shallow chest, shoulder type of breath when there is so much more capacity in our bodies. Yeah, it makes a big difference because when we breathe our air and passes through our heart area, it somehow Mm. makes a huge difference as to what comes out, whether it's heart... Right, whether it's heartfelt or whether it's 
um, whether it's just superficial. That's a great point. It can, and it can, it can ah, I get excited, and it can sound choked or strangled and get stuck within the body or go down and backwards instead of forward and out. Mm-hmm. So that's a good part of the work as well. Is it truly coming out of the body or are we holding back? Some of us were taught to be seen and not heard. Some of us have quite a bit of work to do over being heard and seen in the world, as I'm sure you run into with your work. Well, not only do I run into it, but I had that myself. When I was younger, Ah. I was so painfully shy that standing up in front of a classroom was terrifying. Mm. And I, nothing came out. Wow. And then what did I do? Ironically, I became a teacher and stood up in front of a classroom all the time. <laughs> Isn't it interesting how we find ways? You know, I could say the same thing. People be- think because I'm a performer, an actor, singer, that I have unlimited 1,000% confidence all the time. And there are times when I'm shy. And I was raised in a home where I was not to be heard. So you can imagine... How many years I spent clearing that for myself as well. Yes, exactly. Especially for women. It's a huge issue, especially among women. I think so. I think that that's the most. And and you'll have these really incredibly talented, beautiful, you know, they have a lot to offer. And you they won't stand up in front. They just say, I won't do it. I'll do it online and I'll write, but I won't speak. So true. And, and so we're missing out on their purpose. We're missing out on some of their work. Exactly. And, and them being able to have clients and do their work in the world. This is, this is holding them back in many, many ways. So um, I, I have run across some people that can talk for three days straight and their voice stays, stays in good shape. And mm. I, I know that Um, when I was teaching and I'd go for two hours and talking and then I'd have enough. So what, what do you do for people like that? How do you help them, um, you know, get their vocal cords in such shape that they can talk for that long? There are things that you can do to build the stamina. Mm -hmm. And it is interesting, probably one of the main reasons I continue to study the voice is because I have a very delicate voice. So I was always the first person in the jazz club or whatever that would be hoarse. And I must take impeccable care of my voice. Mm-hmm. In contrast, I knew a, a blues singer who was, I think that was on the East Coast, but she was she was a big girl. She was about six foot and, and really big boned, very much different from me. I'm very small. And she could drink and smoke and do all the things that I would never want a singer to do and never lose her voice. So I have to say that some of it is our anatomy and and our strength within our body. Mm -hmm. But there are things that we can do when we're breathing properly and where our cords are what I call happy and they're closing correctly without being slammed shut. Mm-hmm. For example, when we clear our voice, it slams those vocal folds shut. And so you can imagine if you clear all day that it becomes a vicious pattern of more fatigue, more need to clear, and it just wears out the vocal mechanism. 
it's also important to just be hydrated, to keep that throat and body hydrated by drinking as much room temperature filtered water as we can throughout the day. Yeah, that's the mistake. A lot of people say they won't drink plain water, but I, I find that room temperature water is the only way to go. It really is. As you can imagine, when we warm up and then put ice in the throat, it has a pretty jarring effect, and that in itself can lead to hoarseness. Ah. You would never put that coldness, that ice, on something that's already warmed up, like a warmed-up muscle. Yes. It's the very same thing with the throat. And I imagine it's the same thing with singing, that in practice, because, uh, you know, uh, most of us can actually sing. I mean, we can't all carry a tune, but most of us can actually sing. And um, the more you sing, the better you get and the more control you have over it. So I can imagine that it's the same thing, that, you, that you know, singers need to take good care of their voice. It's, it's so true. And singing is actually the, the quickest and best way to build the voice because it's such a attention and such a supernatural act that even when I work with my speakers and they're not musicians we do do some toning and some simple singing to line up that voice and build that stamina and help them keep that voice all day long instead of losing it oh that's really interesting I love that <laughs> that you have to sing in to order build. and as you said not everyone has to sing in on pitch but almost everyone can sing and it's a wonderful thing I think so. I find that when I sing, <laughs> I just release so much. It's like a tension relief. Yes. Yes, it is. And now a brief word from our sponsors. Have you ever wondered if you could amplify, improve, and strengthen your intuition and healing gifts? Or what it would be like to wake up energized with a clear mind every morning in your 60s, 70s, and beyond? I'm looking for 20 people to enroll in my new eight-week teleseminar called Energize Me. You receive healings, interactive exercise, and information on the Diamond Healing Method, a new special technique where I apply vibrational physics to the practice of energy healing so that you will have improved energy, a clear mind, and amplified intuitive and healing skills. This developed because I transitioned from being a scientist for 40 years to thoroughly study the field of healing after having lived through chronic illness. I healed myself from this and will show you exactly how you can too. This is the first time I am offering this information as a co course. Those who join in this initial offering will receive a 50% discount. If you or someone you know is interested, please call me at 310 692 4036 or go to scientifichealer.com forward slash energize me that's with no punctuation energize me and now we return to our regular programming and so uh tell me about some of your clients what are uh what are what's a successful client looks like you know you have one that's just shy doesn't want to talk uh, doesn't like the sound of his voice. So if you can think of somebody that you've had come through your your trainings and your voice healings, uh, what what's the end result? End result. I've got a couple of clients I could talk about. One was a researcher, 
And so he is a physician, but he's not a practicing physician. He's a researcher. Mm -hmm. And he leads groups of doctors and medical students and research, what do they call them, fellows, I believe? Yes, research fellows, absolutely. Research fellows. Yay. And because he uses his voice in that way, and he, he came to me because he was losing his voice by the end of the day. And he said, Dr. Maluna, I need to be credible because I'm the leader of this lab in essence. And sometimes we're over Skype. Sometimes we've got a room full of people. Sometimes there are other people on the phone from around the world. And I need to maintain my voice and be credible and healthy and and hold that ground. So I worked with him and we did a lot of physical, as, as you can imagine. He was a delight because being a doctor, he knows the anatomy, right? Mm-hmm. He does. <laughs> so I had, a ball, I had a ball with him because of that. And we just did a lot of breathing and exercises on having a more sing-song voice, so more of an ease and a rhythm instead of a percussive and a glottal attack and things like that. And having the energy and intention of being heard in the back of the room. Because I'm sure you can remember, maybe not in our lifetime, but I I believe when I was a little girl that opera singers were not yet mic'd. And so how are we heard in the back of the theater without being mic'd? It's not necessarily about volume, although people think that it is. It's about lining up that voice and having the freedom and the knowledge of how to manage it that allows us to be heard in the back of the room. That's really fascinating. So it's a process of basically projection, learning how to project. It really is. And once we understand what that word means, because everyone says project your voice, but you need to know what that feels like and how to open that voice up. Um, Some people don't open their mouth enough something Mm -hmm. I see in California, a lot of people literally are not opening their mouth. So if we can imagine that that is our speaker and that's our inner acoustics and we're not opening the mouth, the sound is in effect going backwards. It's not, it's not able to come out and be heard. Wow. I'll have to think about that. Let alone an energetic point of view. Exactly. So, um, so in the end result, you helped him have more range in his voice, so it had more inflection, and it makes it more interesting, definitely. He, he was happy. It was. It was more interesting, healthier. He was having way more fun. Uh-huh. We worked with his presentations. He had a huge conference of people coming into town. So we lined up that presentation, the PowerPoint how to work that audience, how to make your impact and be just stunning up there, making that difference in the world. Yeah, that's that's the thing is that so many people just sort of stand there stiffly not knowing what to do. They speak in a monotone. I mean, I know listening ah. to all the scientists, oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you're ready to fall asleep, aren't you? Or start counting yeah. the ums and ahs and not pay you. We lose the message. Yeah, the and, um, and, um, yes, exactly. All the words. Exactly, and the other thing that was funny is every once in a while, one of them said, like we, in the conferences, we'd all mic up, and he goes, one guy comes up and he says, I don't need a mic, my voice is supersonic. And it was right, 
He was a little guy. He was not very beefy at all. He was just a very lean guy. But his voice went out there. I don't know what he was doing. And I was going, I think I want to have some of what he's having. <laughs> I bet he had a voice coach. I I would guess so. It was a very yeah, unusual case. Closet singer. What do you think? Singer by night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Weekend. <laughs> he, he entertained the, the whole neighborhood when he showered. <laughs> True. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I promised to tell you about one other client. So yes. Another one was a, is a minister. And so she came to me because... She said, I don't want to be a singer, but I need to use my voice better because I am the minister of this spiritual organization, and I need to be able to project and keep my voice and do chants and Mm -hmm. lead the congregation in this in order to be on my purpose as a spiritual leader. So I'm working with her now, and I noticed that after week one, her voice was already more free. Now, she couldn't hear it. It's hard to hear our own voices. But the minute I heard her, because she's doing what I ask, yes, she's she's absolutely exercising and doing the exercises and warm-ups every day, her voice frequency had changed within a week. Wow. That quick. Mm -hmm. Because you would think that that a healing or a therapy on a voice would take a while, but just one week, that's awesome. It can be that quick. You know, when people are committed to it, they understand. I simplify it as best I can. And, you know, our bodies are so amazing. And if we're out of the way, we respond. And everything changes within that moment. Oh, absolutely. It's it's mm-hmm. true. Most of the time we get in our own way, don't we? Yes, we do. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> yes. We do. We're laughing. Little, yes, we do. We're laughing because we know exactly what we mean, and I'm sure the yes. audience does too. <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, so give us a couple of hints. As you gave us one earlier, is to drink a lot of water. Um, what's what, one thing besides dehydration that is harmful? I, I know that smoking and drinking and eating the wrong food, of course, then we don't get the nourishment we need. But what's something else that people do that hurts their voices? Even things like mint. We think that mint is a good thing or chewing gum. And a lot of the chewing gums have sugar, chemicals. These things are in the throat and then they're absorbed by the body. Mm -hmm. Even something like soy, which many people think is healthy. In my research, I'm not such a fan. Now, there are circumstances where I might recommend it. Or we, that's a whole other topic altogether based on ancestry and a lot of other factors. But if a person, let's say they're ingesting GMO soy, which would be the absolute worst thing in the whole world, that is affecting the thyroid. So not only is it depressing our thyroid, but now what's connected, what's right there in the body near the thyroid? The throat, the voice box, the fifth chakra. Exactly. Which is where we right? This is our throat chakra that is being blocked and altered and turned down. Yes, it's, it's true. That's where, um, that's where our verbal communication, whether it's in writing or whether it's from our throat, if that gets turned down, 
makes it very hard to connect with people. And, um, and also, uh, if it gets turned down, it's harder to speak our truth because that's where truth comes through. Oh, great point. Yes. And the other thing I want to introduce, there's a lot of physical things that, that we can do. But you know what? I was in a class a couple of days ago, and a woman said something that so struck me. She coaches entrepreneurial women mm-hmm. to be clear and be on their purpose and get sponsorships and work together, a lot of nonprofit work. And what she was saying is that women, even in our DNA, that were wired, and I believe this is true, to be kind. And so what happens is we are not honest, we're turning down, we're not clear, we may not be loud enough, we may not be speaking in the correct pitch, Sometimes women speak in a high pitch like that, which is absolutely ridiculous. It makes us sound like children. Yes, it does. And she said, <laughs> because of that, because we're turning down or we're people-pleasing or we're looking to be harmonious, which women are more wired to do, that we don't communicate with courage. I love that. So I'd, what I want to encourage us to do is be courageous when communicating. Have the guts to be clear, to be straight on, to be honest, to speak up. Because when we do, then we're opening the space and giving the space for the next person to do the same thing. Well, that's absolutely true. And, you know, it's not that you have to say anything that's unkind. But you can no. say you can say the truth, even if you think that they can't hear it. But you can say the truth, and you can say it in a matter of fact way. Because unless if you're emotionally invested in it, I would just say keep your mouth shut until you calm down. But um, I have told the truth many times, and I've had people say, "I can't believe you just told me that," but I'm not offended. And it's so. It's absolutely what you said, the way you're delivering it. Exactly. Yeah. I say it in love. They can hear it, can't they? Right. I say it in love because I, I want people to be healthy, and I find that the hindrance is, you know, a behavioral a behavioral pattern that's not benefiting them or their relationships, and so I'll just say it, and then they'll take it and go, wow, I can't believe you just told me that, but I'm not offended. So you know, I love that. And it's, and it's going back to what you said. It's not about being unkind, which people sometimes confuse harshness or clarity. I just, I'm sure you do this. I would, well, I'm not sure, but I bet you do the same thing I do, which is go within and I say to spirit, how can I say this so that they can hear me? And when your intentions are clear mm-hmm. and you don't have an agenda and you're, you're really clear, you've got clarity, you will hear in your own inner psyche how to deliver it so that it's not unkind. Well, it's, it's actually... sometimes it's maybe the kindest thing you can do right. to tell them. Do you agree? Yes, and say, I'm doing this out of, you know, love for you. I, I want you to be, you know, I want you to be the, your best and... You know, is it all right if I tell you this? And then they'll say, yeah. yes, I, I'm, I'm willing to listen. And then you just say your truth. So, so now uh, we're almost out of time. 
So I'm going to, uh, you know, give you a chance to give us one more tip uh, or tell us about, uh, you mentioned earlier, a little offer from, for the listeners. One more tip is to keep the ribs up and expanded. Ah. I find that a lot of people are not, as, as we spoke of, not breathing correctly. Another thing is the posture. So our ribs are actually the support, the upper upper chest, the whole chest area. So it is to keep the ribs up and lifted and also to feel the expansion of the rib cage across the back, which feels wonderful when we do that. That's really the power. And what I'd like to offer the listeners is a free report when they request it, five tips for an authentic voice. Oh, that sounds superb. So now we'll tell them. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that now we'll tell them how they can get it. You can get your free report on five tips on a how to, how to sound superb by coming to diamondhealingradio.com forward slash Miluna. That's spelled M I L U N A. So diamondhealingradio.com forward slash Miluna. So that's all we have time for. Thank you so much for coming. This has been totally delightful. My pleasure. Thank you for joining us on Diamond Healing Radio, hosted on the Amazing Women of Power Network, the world's leading positive programming channel. To learn more and get your free healing meditation, go to diamondhealingradio.com. And join us next week to hear more on how you can live a vibrant and healthy life using the fusion of science and energy healing. Until next week, remember to take a deep breath before you go about your day.